When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour on the BehindTheSilkCurtain.com network. I'm Chris Pugh. I've got Joe Frost and right on cue, the great Paul Yanchek. <laughs> he steps into the booth as yes. soon as we hit record. That's <laughs> how we do it here on the Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour. It's amazing. How Ooh, the work. Yeah. Well, 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 Paul, you you've come like Superman. How, how's it going tonight? Good. I just got back from first big band rehearsal of the new year, nice. so that felt good to be back in the groove. Fantastic, literally, Joe. Literally into the groove. How are you, Joe? Yeah, uh, I'm doing okay. I did not come from band practice. Okay. My band Me- practice isn't until later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get noise complaints if we don't if we do it too early in the day. We're, we're quite and the that's group not of, rock and roll. We're, we're quite the group of three, as you, I'm sure as you can tell by now. Uh, here on the program. <laughs> All right, hey, we're taking a quick look at the Steelers news of the week this week, and I guess starting out the big news of the week. Thank goodness, T.J. Watt named Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, I thought if he didn't, the Steelers Nation would have revolted. A um, couple good <laughs> candidates for um, finalists, but, you know, hey, TJ Watt had a great year. 22 and a half sacks. Really impressive numbers all throughout. Um, Joe, start with you. What's your thoughts on him getting the award? Well deserved. Uh, I mean, the sacks are uh, inherent in saying this is a, a, a phenomenal season. This is a record season so why would you overlook that but on top of that there's so many other stats up and down the stat sheet that he leads in almost all these categories it's just foolish to think that there was anybody else this year in their performance that deserved this honor more than tj paul yeah i I don't know how that could be debated i know aaron donald's always going to be in the conversation and you know, the last five minutes of the Super Bowl, he he tried to make his appearance and, and make case that there was a mistake on that. But um, TJ is my that favorite last, player. He punched yeah. a Tawny that last <laughs> couple minutes of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. 
was awesome. Uh, TJ's my favorite. Uh, love him. Uh, glad he got the honor. Uh, well deserved. I'm glad too. I mean, I think it would be a bummer for us Steelers fans if you know for some reason he didn't. I don't know, guys. I mean, let's be honest here. I I thought it was a mildly satisfying season. I mean, you know, obviously the Steelers did not get as far as Steelers fans hoped. But, you know, a lot of things going against the Steelers, you know, the Steelers are well, maybe compared to what cards they were dealt this year. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, what's your expectation for the Steelers? I, I mean, I, I guess, Paul, what I'm thinking is I'm glad he got it. I don't know if T.J. Watt becoming Defensive Player of the Year makes me feel better about the Steelers than I would have if he got screwed. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that it, it makes a difference um, whether he gets it or not. Um, I mean, he he is who he is, and he's going to be a fundamental part of any success we have, especially over the next couple of seasons. Um, so, yeah, if he didn't get it, uh, if anything else, then he just – plays angrier next season, and that can only be a good thing for us. <laughs> I think he's the kind of player, though, that's going to play like he's got a target on his back with it. You know, he's not going to rest on his laurels. He's definitely going to be charging ahead and trying to trying to break that sack record next year. I don't know. You know, kind of what uh, Chris was saying a minute ago, this is about how you feel about the whole season, but I think even in TJ's season, I didn't – I didn't necessarily feel like he played his brains out. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. only in the, uh, phenomenal. Yeah. Definitely, I think he should be defensive player of the year. But I think even on TJ's level and standard, he can do better than he did this year. I think there are oh, times yeah. where, where you know, he struggled through injury for a little bit and uh, had a couple of games where the way that he was being double teamed or chipped or whatever just really kind of got got away from him. Definitely towards the end of the season, once he got uh, to feast on Baker Mayfield in the last game of the season, uh, that definitely changed things a lot in that last game, coming away with four sacks. That's always lovely. Uh, but I think there's other times during the season where he could could still be more effective than he was this year. That's So I love the feeling that this was a defensive player of the year season and knowing that he's got more in him. Like this, it can get yep. better than that. Well, I'm incredibly happy for TJ. I guess I just left the announcement with an incredibly empty feeling because I was a little disappointed. Did, did you want them to announce that they decided that the Steelers actually beat the Chiefs? Is that what you were hoping for? <laughs> what did you? Well, I, what I do just, you want out of it? Good grief! I, just let the man have his defensive player of the year and say we did something good. Gosh. I understand. We had we dealt with all these injuries this season and everything that went on in a in a season where our quarterback was actually a corpse, and we can't possibly win anything. Blah 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 blah. We should replace the most winningest football coach in the history of recorded time. Blah 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 blah. And oh, we only came within uh, the tie away from being the 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 in leading the division. Against the with the team that everybody says is oh my gosh they're phenomenal and they went to the Super Bowl we're not that far away right <laughs> this season well, with I the, get... the rotting corpse of the Ben Roethlisberger as a quarterback well, I don't actually believe that that's what they said all season long right but okay I, I'm done 
Well, no, yeah, I get what you're I'll saying. I'll stop drinking monster drinks now. Right, yeah, <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. I, I guess I don't know what else he could have done with us Steeler fans. It just, I, I got left with this empty feeling after the season ended. And I know there's nothing they could do. Yeah. I mean, the Super Bowl's done. It wasn't like they were going to say, okay, here's your second chance, Steelers. Just Every year, I still hope here. the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl, even if they're not in it. That's how much I believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> just because right. it's never You're been done before doesn't mean it can't happen. Listen. <laughs> I, I just got left with a feeling say, hey, boy, I, I'm glad for TJ. I'm glad he won. But I guess my thought was, even if he lost the award, which would have been horrible if he did, mm-hmm. I'm still thinking, man, I still feel the same emptiness just in general about the team. And I guess every NFL team, every NFL fan of a team that doesn't win the Super Bowl, maybe that's a good emptiness. Maybe you're like, okay, you know, the hope is always to win the Super Bowl. And, you know, the team didn't win the Super Bowl, so you have to feel this emptiness. But I don't know, just from the NFL – yeah, the NFL's like, hey, Steelers fans, hopefully your guy wins. And you're like, yeah, hopefully the guy wins. But if he wins or not, I'm I'm still got this blah, you know, around. I, I, I mean, I'm glad. I don't know. I, maybe this is just the NFL's hype. You know, this is the thing to get hyped about. I, I just didn't feel the hype as much. And maybe I'm not, you know, legitimate enough. But it just didn't excite me as much as I wish it would. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, well, it, it, you well, identify what you, what you would what you would need. Yeah, exactly. Paul's got the question. <laughs> what what do you need? I think the defensive player of the year announcement should have a halftime performance. <laughs> like, have the defensive player and now halftime. Okay. And then out comes the trucks with the house and Dr. Dre. And this time fifty <laughs> cents can be right side. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would be great. And, and it would be a halftime show where they can say all of the words to the songs. And hey, <laughs> my, my personal podcast, Ohio, and uh, we're going to be releasing a segment about that later when we talk about all the fun stuff that happened around the Super Bowl. Uh, so it, I can't it, wait to hear that one. <laughs> well, let's talk about something that uh, Steelers Nation had a, a big issue with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't understand this as much as uh, TJ Wire and I. Um, Steel Nation fell in love with Mike Munchak. I mean, you know, he was a great uh, offensive lineman for the Houston Oilers. Uh, he retired. He became a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Steel Nation always loves their great offensive lines. And the last time Steelers had great offensive line, who was the coach? Mike Munchak. Well, Munchak left the Steelers. Not, and it didn't appear that there was any big friction it's just, you know, he's a granddad. His grandkids live in Denver. I want to be close to grandkids, which, hey, is a thought. You can understand, respect. So he becomes offensive line coach for Denver. Uh, Denver, they changed their coaching staff, and they brought in their own offensive line coach. He's on the market. Um, Pittsburgh ran through a couple offensive line coaches, had a rough offensive line. A lot of young guys are trying to put stock in. So everyone is assuming it's Steeler Nation. Hey, Mike Munchak, come back, come back. It didn't happen. Uh, the Steelers um, got Pat Meyer, and Steeler Nation had coronary. We don't know who Pat Meyer is. <laughs> and, you know. Nobody does. Yeah. It, I don't even I, know if Pat Meyer knows who Pat Meyer is. Like, yeah, he may not you know, know. Who am I? What, a, what did you hire me to do? What? 
Well, it's just a confused guy who's wandering the streets. They're just like, you, Office of Luggage. Come on. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, he he only played one more season in the NFL than I did. Okay. Is that a prerequisite for anything? <laughs> well, but you can no, say that. But it's like, but it's a hundred, he has a hundred percent more NFL experience than you do. Okay. Just one year. Well, let Just me, one year, but it is 100% more. Well, well let me throw this out about Pat Meyer. Let me have this. Well, here's the thing. He's our guest right now, and calling in yes, is Pat. Yes. yes. That's my dad. How dare you talk about my dad that way? But no, it's not No, it's not any of that. I, I think as Steel Nation and I think any NFL fan, we'd like to think we know everybody. Like, we'd like to sit and say, all right, we know the top 100 wide receiver coaches, and we know the top 100 offensive line coaches. Or maybe we don't, and we say, okay, the only offensive line coach I know right now is Mike Munchak. And it's because Mike Munchak (laughs) coached a great line. But it's not, they're not just picking somebody because it's a name they recognize. Okay, but look at Denver's offensive line last year. There's different players. Okay. <laughs> but that's – okay, so, well, the Steelers have different players, much yeah. different players than they have. So it's just making the assumption that, oh, if Mike Munchak comes back to the Steelers, Dan Moore's a Hall of Famer, you know, Kendrick Green's a Hall of Famer, you know, Chooks uh, becomes Anthony Munoz. And, I mean, mm-hmm. we just – everybody becomes great. Sure. And, again, I don't know. Pat Why Mike, not? Pat Meyer could be the greatest coach of all time. Pat Meyer could be the worst coach of all time. We're somewhere in between. I, I, I think that's almost 100% of the possibilities of the things that Pat Meyer could be. Right. But <laughs> here's the thing Steeler Nation had coronary. Those are the only options, really. You know, Mike Munchak is still apparently available. We don't know. Maybe Mike Munchak says, hey, I want to stay with my family in Denver. And it's not a knock against the Steelers. She just says, hey, look, we're in a pandemic. I'd rather hang out here with my family than go across country again. Who knows? I mean, we haven't heard anything. We haven't heard if the Steelers went after Munchak or not. And I guess the thing I'm trying to throw out there is, why are we having a coronary here in Steeler Nation if we get a guy that we don't know much about in Pat Meyer? We're like, we don't because know him. Because this headline that- – this headline that just popped up when I Googled it, the Carolina Panthers have had a disastrous offensive line over the past two seasons under Meyer. Okay. Ooh. Why? Have the, okay. Well, why have that's they not, had the, That's not good. Well, why have the, why have they had a disastrous off, uh, offensive line? I think the implication that Paul is saying is that it is the fault of uh, Pat Meyer. Okay. Well, well he didn't. Well. <laughs> Well, what do you know? Maybe he did help. Okay. Maybe it was worse <laughs> for the worse than disastrous. Of worse than disastrous. Okay, well, they didn't even have an offensive cataclysmic. Line. It wasn't cataclysmic, was it? Well, no, well, it was only disastrous. Well, Joe, well, let me start with you. Um, I don't think any of us can really say we're, we're fond of Carolina Panthers. I don't think uh, people who live in Carolina who claim to be Carolina Panthers are really following the team. I mean, they're just this uh, team out there that probably nobody knows about. It's but just people who are fans of turquoise, right? And they're but, just but, like, 
dope. I'm so happy about it, this new team we've got. Well, well, the first thought that immediately pops to mind is when you look at Carolina's offense, good off, um, good receiver core, um, very disappointing at running back. I mean, you had Christian McCaffrey, who injuries have derailed his last two seasons, okay? And, you know, it happens. It's part of life. Mm-hmm. What is the offensive line look like if they had a healthy Christian McCaffrey? Now, Maybe it's like the Steelers with Najee Harris, where, yeah, Najee's a good running back. Najee's running behind a young offensive line. I, I guess what I'm saying is just because the offensive line didn't produce well, is that necessarily mean like, – like if the offense didn't do well, does that mean the offensive line stinks? If the offensive line stinks, is it always the coach thing? We, we, we don't know that. No, we don't. Well, it, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> Okay. Um, one season at Memphis as strength and conditioning coach. Uh, there it is. His longest, hire him. Hire him. Longest stint as a coach was with, from 2000 to 2006, North Carolina State strength and conditioning coach. One year, Florida State strength and conditioning coach. Uh, let's see, three seasons, offensive line coach, Colorado State. Uh, one season, offensive coordinator for the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, two seasons, assistant offensive line coach with the Bears. Uh, two seasons with uh, offensive assistant Buffalo Bills. Uh, two seasons, I guess, offensive line coach with the Chargers. Two seasons with the Panthers. I mean, nobody's keeping this guy around for a very long time. Has he been fired or has he just found another job? I mean, I thought, you know, coaches change course. I mean, Mike Munchak didn't stay forever. Well, okay, well, look at this. If Mike Munchak was so great, and I'm not saying Mike Munchak's a bad guy, but Mike Munchak was so great, then if I'm a new offense coach that comes in, I say, holy crap, we got Mike Munchak as offensive line coach. We can keep him. You know, why not? And, you know, Mike Munchak's got his grandkids in Denver and so I, I guess what I'm saying is let's don't judge Pat Meyer too quickly because I think the big knock on Pat Meyer is he's not Mike Munchak. Why is Munchak, Mike Munchak free and we don't have him? You know, it was one thing that's kind of popped up this week that, yeah, selfishly, in my limited knowledge of offensive lines and offensive line coaches, I'd rather have Mike Munchak too. But just because it's not Mike Munchak, we don't know. And I, and I I guess the question I have for, you know, Paul or other Steelers fans, what it might be, who else do we get? What is that offensive line coach that we have? And I, I think the answer is, you know, we don't know that many other names. So it, because it's a guy that we don't know, a guy that hasn't been at his last job for a long time, we sit there and say, oh, he must think. I mean, as far as I know, Pat Meyer was still the offensive line coach for Carolina. It wasn't like he was off the trash heap and fired and rejected or anything. It just, you know, it is what it is. So let's talk about that a little bit more uh, as we get back. Let's take a break here on the Pittsburgh Steeler um, behind the steel curtain uh, dot com network uh, with the Pittsburgh Steeler Power Half Hour. Uh, we'll be right back. Give up. 
All right, back here on the Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour on the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com network. Talking about some Steelers news of the week. Uh, we talked about T.J. Watt winning the defensive player of the year. Right. And we talked about, hey, we don't know who Pat Meyer is, so you must think, let's get him out of town. I mean, that's something here a lot of Steelers fans uh, talk about. So, Well, I don't think – and when it comes down to, in terms of Steeler Nation – complaining about this i think is sort of the 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 issue that paul's looking at he's not coming from places with uh with strong pedigree and uh, a well-regarded offensive line he's been coaching offensive lines for a while and not very many of them have been so stellar as to make us very excited about a new offensive line coach you know and so the fact that somebody who's familiar would theoretically be available is not currently working anywhere else. So they jump up and scream, but it doesn't really matter. The point is that someone who's working for the Pittsburgh Steelers who knows what they're talking about has decided that this is a person that they are excited about having come in and be able to work with the offensive line as it is. Yippee. Yeah. Oh, we just don't know. We don't yeah. know who else was available. One, we don't know that Munchak wants to continue coaching. We don't know any of these things. So, you know, one, shut up. One thing out on the word on the street in Pittsburgh is that there were a handful of offensive line coaches who refused to interview here because of Matt Canada. That's the word on the street. Hmm. Which street was this? Was this one of those ones that's really, really windy and curvy and doesn't come to right angles with other streets? You got to be more specific. That's like all I, of our streets. That, you know, I, <laughs> I was trying to narrow it down from some of them. Some of them come in at right angles, right? Some, on occasion, on occasion, yeah. So it's not any A of minority. Those. None of the right angle ones. We're talking about the other uh, majority, majority of them. Ones, yeah. Okay, all right. That does narrow it down some. Well, it kind of wraps around Point Stakes Park. Oh, oh, okay. I know that one. I didn't... Well, hey. am I? I'm not going to, like, you know, fall behind Pat Meyer because I, I don't know. Um, I, I think the broader question. You bought his jersey, didn't you? You yes, bought yes. that coaching <laughs> gear. You have that yes. headset, the offensive line coach headset that uh, Nike sells. The, the khakis and polo shirt, right? Yeah. yeah. I bought oh, that. Oh, yeah. It even yes. has, the, like, hand warmers that come in the in the little front pocket in there. I, I asked for Pat Meyer's measurements, and you know, I got to one of his measurements, and it's <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but but it does lead to a broader question, and believe me, it's definitely valid. Um, you know, the Steelers are kind of going all in on Matt Canada. You know, getting coaches under his style and everything. And you know, I believe me, if you've listened to any of these podcasts over the past year or two, I'm a big Pat Matt Canada guy, and you know. It's like, okay, Steelers proved me wrong because, you know, they're letting him pick his coaches. They're letting him pick coaches in his style. And hopefully it works because if it doesn't, it could be a interesting next season for the Steelers offense. And by interesting, I don't yep. mean interesting good. Interesting is in, woo, whoo, that was wild. So it could be tough. Like for Demick and Reesman. Yes, yes. <laughs> for Demick nice. in a very crazy way. Hey, I want to end up with something. Um, it's not direct Steelers related, but it, you know, Thursday night football does affect the Steelers, and uh, unfortunately, the NFL tells each team you got to play once on Thursday night. Um, kind of interesting. 
Um, the NFL games are on Amazon, but they're also simulcast on um, a broadcast provider via CBS or Fox. Um, you know, the NFL's got that Thursday night package. I don't like the Thursday night package. I'm an old guy. I don't, uh, anytime the game starts beyond 6 p.m., I'm in danger of falling asleep and not uh, watching into the game. Uh, but I also think it's weird for the teams. Um, you know, the teams have, what, four days after another game? Yeah, both teams have to face the same issue. But, you know, it leads to injuries. It leads to unprepared teams. Um, it leads to us having to stay up to watch the Sewers play Minnesota and <laughs> go down by, what, 29 points in the first half. It's kind of rough. Um, now Amazon is saying, hey, next year we're going to do exclusively on Amazon. Uh, they were saying it was going to happen by 2023. Now they're saying it's going to happen by 2022. And what that means is, Usually you could pick up these games by broadcast TV or maybe the Yahoo app. But now they're saying, hey, if you want to watch these great Thursday night games, you've got to be a subscriber to Amazon Prime. So it's another thing we've got to subscribe to. Um, I already have Amazon Prime, so it doesn't affect me that much. But mm-hmm. I, I was talk at home to my wife saying, hey, can we drop a streaming service? And if we ever did, Amazon might be that streaming service we drop. Now we have to have it. Um, Joe's saying he is an Amazon subscriber. Uh, Paul, are you a subscriber to the Amazon? Uh, is, is anybody not? I mean, you get the free two-day shipping. That's, I mean, there, there's so many benefits. I, I'm not trying to – Amazon Prime is not a sponsor. I'm just saying there's there's a lot of perks. Right. Yet. But, but I, think the assumption, <laughs> I think the assumption is maybe there's not a ton of people who aren't subscribed. But I can't believe Amazon, you know, everyone subscribed. And it's, you know, if you, it's possible if you're not subscribed, you may, you can't watch a game. And maybe that's part of Amazon's big wild plan to have everyone in the world become subscribers. But it's going to be weird. Um, in some ways, it's kind of exciting because you can consume your NFL football differently. But I want a way I can consume it without having to pay for a different service. I, I don't know. I mean, if that's the only reason you're getting Prime, I mean, don't. I mean, that's right. <laughs> just yeah. for a handful of games. Ever that that's it's not worth it. Um, there, there's plenty other reasons to get it, but if that's the only reason. Don't get it. Just when, miss that game. When they first started doing the, well, not first started doing the Thursday night games, but weren't they? Showing them exclusively on the NFL Network when they first started, when NFL Network first started. Yeah, yeah. This is no different than that. And I didn't have the Thursday night game, and I didn't care. Well, from what I gather, it'll just be on Amazon in the future. And they're saying, but that's what it was when it was with the NFL Network. Like, right, right. And that was something I wasn't going to sign up for just for that. Right. Well, and I think it'll be different because, and again, there's probably some NFL fans out there that say, hey, if there's an NFL night on, I'm going to watch every game. Um, I don't, I'm not that guy, but, you know, I want to watch the Super play, you know, and stuff. So it should be good. I, here's what I want to the NFL sometimes. I want more viewing options from the NFL. Like, I want to be able to get red zone without having to subscribe to NFL League Pass. I, I want to be able to 
uh, subscribe. Like, what would it look like instead of uh, getting League Pass to get a way of watching all the Steelers games? You know, what what would that cost be? You can't do that right now. You, you know, you have League Pass, which costs like what over three hundred bucks a year, and now you're you know, it's only for Sunday games. I mean, I, I'm trying to get more ways I can watch my favorite team instead of having to subscribe to everything from the NFL to be able to watch it. And, you know, the NFL prints money. As long as enough people get league pass and all this other stuff, they don't have to offer more options. I feel like sometimes the NFL offers less options. Yeah, I mean, you can watch a game if you can subscribe to Amazon and get that, but I want to make it more ways that I can watch one team. Because I like the NFL. I like following different teams. But I like the NFL because I follow the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm trying to figure out a way that I can only follow my team instead of having to subscribe to everything. Call them up. Yeah. <laughs> Make them All an right. offer they can't refuse. There you go. We'll, we'll have the head of Amazon on next week, and we'll tell them. And it'll change Who is it now? Of that. Bezos doesn't do it now, right? Like yeah, I'm not sure. He's, he's full into business. space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Once you had space, Amazon becomes less of a priority. Yeah, it was uh, the same with Neil Armstrong. He's just like, yeah, I don't really care about Amazon anymore. Yes. Yeah. Well, now that I've been to the moon. Definitely. Well, hey, thanks for checking the uh, Petra Sealer Power Half Hour on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We are officially in the postseason now. Super Bowl was uh, Sunday and Believe me, um, th- there's tons of Steelers news happening uh, this offseason where the Steelers try to find their next new quarterback. And I'm sure next week, uh, we took a, a week off of talking about it. There wasn't a ton of breaking news, but hey, give Steelers Nation a, we- a week to ponder, and I'm sure there'll be a ton more news to talk about. Oh, yeah. As- it seems like every other day there's a new- some new article about somebody who came up with a mock draft where, you know, they're uh, they're drafting a, a high school junior yes. as uh, <laughs> just crazy. Hey, maybe you know, Sewers draft Arch Manning. You know, get there that you draft go. out there. Just, just like bypass all of college. That's yeah. just or wise. If they have to wait a couple of years, why not? You know, because... why not? Why right. not? Well, thanks for checking us out. Uh, thanks to uh, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for hosting us. Check out all those shows. Lots of good content on their podcasts as well as their articles on their site. All right. Well, for Paul, Joe, this is Chris. Have a great day. Thanks for checking us out.